With harvest underway, soil sampling will be top of mind for many farmers. John Hurd with Manitoba Agriculture talked about what to expect this fall. If there is a silver lining in the dry conditions we had this year, and I, I, I hate to suggest that, but one is if yields were reduced uh, substantially because of lack of moisture in things, very good chance that we're going to see that as uh, resulting in higher soil nitrogen carryover in those crops. And uh, so that's real incentive, uh, you know, that the, the dry conditions, lower yields, and as you mentioned, uh, higher fertilizer prices are all going to drive increased interest in getting soil testing done this fall. And I guess what are some basic uh, rules to follow as far as um, timing and, and, and depth? Well, uh, first I'll de- deal with the depth. You know, uh, our traditional and all the recommendations have been based on a sample uh, of the two foot, knowing how much nitrogen is there. And, uh, of course, that's important. But some of the early research, in fact, in Montana, they still sample to six feet. So uh, we know that the crops can access nitrogen deeper than two feet, but uh, two feet is a reasonable sampling depth. So we suggest that the two feet. Uh, I've been out doing some sampling uh, in, in the heart of the drought in parts of the Red River Valley and uh, able to get down and take some good samples uh, just the past week or so. So uh, I think the sampling goes well uh, with some of these truck-mounted probes. And so, and we say that this is, this is not a year to estimate the nitrogen in depth, but the, but the year to measure. And so uh, we're, we're sticklers for wanting people to sample uh, to get the, the two-foot depth. As far as timing, uh, you know, after harvest, before any tillage, is the best uh, uh, way to get a good representative sample. Uh, our depth is not compromised by, by tillage. And we can also better spot those problem areas that we might want to sample separately. Saying that, we know that uh, following pulse crops or, or canola, sometimes we can uh, uh, see the nitrogen levels change a bit more uh, throughout the fall. But following cereals like wheat, nitrogen levels tend to stay fairly uh, uh, static. So uh, I imagine folks will be busy sampling uh, right away on those cereal fields. What else would you expect to see on a dry uh, year like this? Well, uh, something that we frequently see, uh, potassium levels in the soil uh, will, will change. Uh, generally, they're, they're depressed uh, after dry conditions. It's, uh, for those that know their soil chemistry from college, uh, those clay sheets uh, will uh, shrink and, and kind of slap shut, and they can trap potassium within the sheets. And so some of that is less available to the crop, less available to uh, the soil test. Uh, but with the recent moisture we've had, that's generally enough to re-wet the soils and give us uh, uh, more characteristic numbers. The other things people have been wondering about phosphorus, thinking that, well, I didn't harvest much of a crop. Will there be a, can I reduce my phosphorus levels a lot? And the answer is probably not. Uh, although the phosphorus we put on wasn't all taken up by the crop, it will go into building the soil test slightly. So we may or see very slight increases, but 
Uh, I've heard it said by others, you know, any money that people are saving this year on nitrogen because of soil test nitrogen being available, they may end up spending on phosphorus because phosphorus levels, uh, rates really can't reduce much and the prices are, are higher for those fertilizers. So soil testing will help folks to apportion their fertilizer dollar where it's best needed. And, John, have you seen any um, results yet this year? Uh, yeah, there's a few. Uh, I've done a bit of sampling, and uh, uh, some of the soil test companies have stopped, put out some initial s- summaries. And, yes, they're seeing that soil test levels, if they might normally be between 30 to 40 pounds of nitrogen carryover, they're in the range of 70 pounds. So uh, very similar to other drought years that we've had in the past. They'll tend to be higher because of that carryover. Uh, some very high levels coming back also. So uh, for farmers, the best news is is that, you know, try to capitalize on that residual nitrogen. Uh, it is there, and uh, crops will make use of it. And, uh, and again, maybe a portion fields, if you have fields testing high, well, then put your high nitrogen-using crops in there, like corn, wheat, and canola, uh, uh, but 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 put your, your soybeans, flax, oats on uh, uh, some other ground that uh, crops that don't need as much nitrogen. Any other key points you wanted to touch on, or uh, no? But ju- just that since it will be a busy soil test season, uh, good idea to contact your service provider or your crop advisor uh, early and schedule some fields in for sampling, uh, so that. Uh, you don't want to be stuck uh, sampling in December. Uh, uh, you'll want to, to make sure you're on a, a list or a lineup so you can get your sampling done in good order. That was John Hurd with Manitoba Agriculture talking to us here today about soil sampling. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.